everybody to 801 Dodger. You know, it's been a it's been a hot minute. It's been a while. Uh, I apologize for that. You know, I recorded the first episode back in January, released it. Had a uh, pretty high hopes of, you know, <laughs> cranking out a few episodes a week, but you know, life gets busy. I started a new job shortly after and just haven't had a ton of time to do it, but here we are. You know, the season is over half halfway done and haven't done much, so I want to get back in the saddle. I want to make it work. I want to get going again. So here we are. It's been an insane ride so far for the Dodgers. Hopefully you've all been watching. It's one of, if not the greatest season of baseball I've seen in my whole life, really, uh, especially the last few years. Um, you know, the last six or seven years of the Dodgers being really, really good, this is far and away more impressive. Um, I think the stretch they've been on this whole summer, spring and summer, has been pretty comparable to the 2017 season. Obviously, they went on to win the pennant, went to the World Series, and that same magic is definitely here. That same dominance is here, and they're just not losing very much. It's been extremely fun to watch. Um, if any of you have seen my Twitter, I still tweet, live tweet every single game. It's really obnoxious. So I'm glad to finally get back back on the podcasting grind. Um, my goal is let's recap every series on the uh, from here on out. Um, the end of each series, do a recap and then do a little bit of preview for the upcoming series. That'll make it, you know, one or two episodes a week, which I think is fun. Talk about some of the things that happened in the series, what was good, what was bad, um, quirky th- stuff, some stats. Um, yeah, and who stood out. So that being said, let's dive right into it. Uh, Dodgers win today. Um, they wrapped up four-game series in Miami. Uh, super weird series, Friday to Monday. Felt super bizarre to uh, have a game on Monday to end a series. But anyway, they won today. They won in 10 innings. Um, bit of a stressful game again. This sort of a weird series overall. Um, you had two of the four games going extras. And just kind of some weird stuff going on. But they took three out of four. Um, this weekend, they improved to 89-38 and 38 on the season. 51 games over 500. And yes, it is still August. So, 89 wins. It's not even September yet. Uh, the magic number is down to 15, which is absolutely insane to think about. They're potentially two, three weeks away from wrapping up the division. The lead is 20 games over the Padres. It's just absurd. It's an, an insane level of baseball that's being played across all all facets of the game. But, um, yeah, today Will Smith, the early hero, two-run home run in the third inning to put him on top. They're able to uh, scratch another run across. The bullpen held it down. Chris Martin came in, bases loaded in the 10th. Save the game. It's huge. Um, so yeah, let's let's recap it. This this whole month of August, they went. They've gone twenty one and five. Um, it's their same record that was in July. They're twenty one five in July. Um, in terms of streaks, that's forty three and ten over the last fifty three, which is just absolutely berserk. Like I said, they sit at eighty nine and thirty eight. For those who are keeping track of record watch and that kind of thing they would need to go 28 and 7 
to set the all-time wins record at 117. 28 and 7. They've almost done that twice in a row. To set the uh, franchise win record, which they matched last year, the record's 106. So to set it, they'd have to go 18 and 17. Pretty much have to play 500 baseball, which they've blown that out of the water. So pretty fun, pretty fun series. Um, like I said, weird living in Utah, mountain time. It was there are some weird times for this game. The Sunday morning game was 10 a.m. here, 9 a.m. Pacific. So good to get out of there with a series win. Um, they're done with the Marlins, which thank heavens. They just finished a two-week stretch where they played only the Brewers and the Marlins, which was kind of annoying. It got pretty boring. Those are also two pretty boring brands of baseball. But, yeah, they played four in Milwaukee, three against Miami at home. Um, then they had three against Milwaukee at home, and then they just finished up four in Miami. They went 10-4 and four over that stretch, which I feel like is pretty impressive when you're seeing a lot of guys for the second time. They're seeing you multiple times. Um, it was a good test of uh, facing some elite pitching. They had to see Sandy Alcantara twice, Corbin Burns twice. Um, today they saw Pablo Lopez. They saw Luzardo back in L.A., Eric Lauer. So it was a great test. I, If you ask me, I'd say they passed with flying colors. Um, if you watched last Sunday against Miami, they they knocked Alcantara for six earned in just a few innings. They did the same thing to Burns. So they've definitely shown they've shown that this isn't a fluky team. Um, I think in years past, sometimes you get a little nervous with the lineup being elite, just how, how elite would they be against really good pitching, which obviously come the postseason, you're, you're seeing everybody's ace, everybody's elite. And yeah, I'd say they passed the test. Um, Alcantara the second time through the other day, he kind of, he kind of shoved it, but what can you expect? A guy who's probably going to win the Cy Young. Um, but yeah, I think they passed. I think they look good. They got a huge test coming up in New York, but we'll kind of get back. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. So, um, yeah, I, other takeaways from the series, uh, obviously those who watched, those who followed, um, Mookie Betts was unbelievable. Um, he went, Mookie went absolutely nuclear this week against Milwaukee and in Miami. Um, today he was named NL player of the week. So that kind of shows you how good he was. Um, let's see in the three games in Miami, he went eight for eight for 15. So he hit over 500, four homers, two doubles, which if you saw, uh, Saturday's game, he had the two homers which pretty much saved the day. The uh, first one was to tie the game. Second one was to tie the game, and then the go-ahead double late, just absolutely clutch. He's just he's smoking the ball. He's seen it extremely well. He's hitting for power. He's hitting for average. He's he's carrying the team. I think you saw it today. He sat. He had a day off today, and I feel like the lineup looked a little flat without him setting the tone at the top. So I think that just kind of shows the impact he's had. Some other stats for Mookie. Just an, after an insane week, he's now hitting 281, 31 homers on the year, 69 RBIs, nice, uh, with an OPS of 910. And in terms of other stats, his F WAR, he raised it 0.7 points over the weekend, just over the weekend, just absolutely insert 
absurd, like I said. Um, yeah, he's scalding hot. Uh, it was good for him to get a day off. Well, he subbed. He he came on as a def- as a defensive sub in the tenth inning today, so he played five minutes. But good for him to get off his feet. I know Dave Roberts said with that turf field in Miami, they wanted to get him off his feet. Just it's a weird playing surface. You never know. If you remember, that's where Ronald Acuna Jr. last season he tore his ACL in Miami. So I feel like that was probably a smart move. Um, even though the lineup looked a little weak, lethargic at times today, they still got they still got the job done without him. So Mookie, incredible week. Other performances this week. Our boy Trace Thompson continues to be just an absolute steal, a reclamation project if you want to call it that just another guy that the Dodgers pick up for pennies get him in the clubhouse get him with the coaching staff get him with the guys and he just goes off um he's been he's been insane since they picked him up this week a couple more homers a couple huge homers in terms of moment and just mammoth <laughs> shots um earlier this week three run homer against Corbin Burns absolutely smoked it Pritchard is like 430 feet at Dodger Stadium. Place went nuts. And then again yesterday, 400-plus feet off the foul pole. You would have thought he would have knocked it down with how hard he hit it. So he's been clutch, an incredible right-handed bat, um, whether it's off the bench, pinch hitting, or if he's starting in the outfield. He's been huge. And then the other great news, great performance this week, uh, old friend Dustin May. He's back. Made his season debut last Saturday and then pitched again uh, yesterday. Sorry, Saturday against uh, the Marlins again. In his season debut, the first game against Miami, five innings, one hit, nine strikeouts. (laughs) Gave up no runs, looked electric. Um, The movement was there, the velocity was there, the swagger was there if you watched it. He pitched... His, his debut was at Dodger Stadium back at home, and he just looked like he didn't miss a beat. He looked incredible. Um, second start of the season in Miami. Went longer, went six innings, did give up a couple runs on five hits, uh, four Ks as he was going head-to-head with uh, Alcantara, and I feel like he held his own, definitely. Um, ended up taking the loss just because Alcantara shoved, but again, the stuff is electric. The swagger is there, I think. This is an absolute perfect time to get him back. Um, he's getting ramped up, obviously, as we get closer to October so that he can be a bona fide starter, if not a bullpen weapon in the postseason. So huge asset. Love to see it. Um, in other injury news, uh, other roster news, Clayton Kershaw, obviously been on the IL um, since that back injury a little over a month ago. Um, but everything been following the situation, Twitter, everyone's saying he's looking good to go. In fact, he's set to be activated, uh, let's see, Thursday, either Thursday or Friday. So Thursday would be the series finale against the Mets in New York or Friday, uh, series opener against the Padres back at home. So that's huge to get him back. Um, I know Dave Roberts said they're looking to, uh, kind of expand, the rotation to six guys so that would be huge but um with the news of today tony gonsolin was put on the il um obviously that's not going to happen quite yet 
which yeah, it was a bit of a scare. I was um, just working earlier today, saw the Twitter notification that he'd been put on the, the IL retroactive to the 26th, which I believe was Friday. Um, they said it was a forearm strain, which if you know the Dodgers, um, they tend to like they tend to like getting guys um, a little bit of rest. They're kind of notable for uh, notorious, excuse me, for using the injured list to get guys extra rest. So that's when I first read it, I figured, hey, Phantom IL stand, give him some rest. But a forearm strain isn't always great news. So there's a little bit of doubt there for a couple hours. But um, all the reports we've seen since then, um, Dave Roberts, everyone on the staff said that they expect Tony Johnson just to miss these couple starts, the 15 days, and then he should be good to go. So that's that's good news. They team, they say they're confident they got in front of it, just need a little rest, which honestly is perfect when you're 20 games up in the division. You're getting ready for October. Obviously, you got games to play for the next month, but the goal is to be playing into November. So good for him. Get some rest. Uh, Kershaw's coming back. Michael Grove was called up today. Um, he looked awesome, in my opinion. It's kind of a spot start for Gonsolin. Um, so, yeah, it should be in good hands. Um, other news, uh, Blake Trinan. He's missed essentially the whole season. He'll be back uh, on September 2nd, so later next week. Um, the rosters do expand by a couple spots, so... Um, he'll come up. No one has to go down quite yet, but that will be something to look forward to when it comes time to the postseason rosters, who gets left off, who who makes the roster. So him coming back will be huge. I know he's looked good in, in Oklahoma City and AAA. Velocity's there, movement's there. Um, I know he's been going back-to-back nights, just getting ready for the grind, so it'll be good to see Blake back. Um, yeah, let's see some other... Other fun stats from this series the past few weeks. Um, so Chris Martin, who, if you've seen me on Twitter, which, by the way, go follow me, at Carter Bees. That's where I tweet every, all day, every day about the games. Chris Martin, I thought, was an absolute steal at the trade deadline. Even just in the first couple appearances, he was, he was complete nails. He's been awesome. So in his 12 games as a Dodger, he's a 3-0 record. A 1.59 ERA, one save today, got his first save, but he's inherited five runners and not a single one has scored. He's been just lights out, money, electric stuff, putting guys away, strikeouts. Today came in, bases loaded in the in the bottom of the tenth, with a one run lead with one out. He gets the first strikeout, and then after a bit of a battle, a few a few uh, foul balls, the last batter gets him to foul out. Um, pop out in foul territory, gets the save, shuts it down. So he's been a steal, absolute steal. The other steal, <laughs> who I love, Joey Gallo. Um, last few games hasn't done quite as much as he did the first two weeks, but since the trade deadline, since he left New York, got out of that environment, came to L.A., he's loving life. Um, he's batting 220 with a 347 on base, 537 slug, which, do the math, it's an 884 OPS, and his WRC plus 140. So above average hitter, above average power, um, three homers, seven RBIs, and he's played in honestly an awesome outfield. He's played left field, played right field today with Mookie out. A um, couple outfield assists. 
last week against the, the Marlins, threw out a couple guys on the base paths, a couple diving catches, and he just looks like he's having the time of his life. So that should be another awesome weapon, either off the bench or you know, getting a start against righties. Power bat. He's hitting the ball extremely hard. I th- he's even had some pretty bad luck. Um, just smoking the ball right at guys. Had a couple of those today. So, yeah, Chris Martin and Joey Gallo. Who would have thought a couple of the uh, complete steals of the trade deadline? That just goes to show you get guys into to L.A. and they thrive. It's a great place to play. So that is the last week, the last couple weeks. Let's look a little bit ahead to this week. You got three pretty big games coming up. You got uh, the team going up to New York, playing the Mets. They got three games, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, the Mets, second best team in the NL. They're a top, top four team in the, in the whole league. Um, obviously, they're, we're trying to keep pace, trying to keep them at arm's length for the overall best record in the National League. Um, record-wise, they're 82-47. and 47. So, like, seven, six and a half games back right now for the number one seed. Um, let's see. They, in their last ten games, are six and four. They got swept by the Yankees last week in the Subway Series, two-game series. But this weekend, they, they've they been in Colorado, took three of four, which isn't saying too much against the Rockies at this point. But, anyway, it's the Mets. They've got a great rotation, an insane bullpen with Edwin Diaz closing it down, a pretty good lineup. I don't think it's a better lineup by any stretch than the Dodgers, but you never know. Um, in terms of pitching matchups, you got tomorrow night, Andrew Haney against um, Walker. So that should be a pretty good matchup. Dodgers have fared pretty well against Walker in the past, including earlier this year. Um, then Wednesday, you got Tyler Anderson versus Jacob deGrom, which that will be another massive test against an elite, elite pitcher arguably the best pitcher in the game. He's been awesome since he was activated for the season. And also Tyler Anderson's been awesome. So should be an awesome matchup. And then Thursdays uh, to be announced, they've mentioned or they've alluded to Kirsch possibly getting activated for that that night. Um, but we'll see. I could also see them just giving him an extra day, let him get back to L.A. But Chris Bassett goes for the Mets. So they got their work cut out for them. Very winnable. Winning two out of three is very doable, in my opinion. Um, just depends how we can neutralize their lineup and you know see when we can uh, scratch some runs across against their great pitching. But yeah, should be a huge measuring stick uh, for both teams. Honestly, I the Mets probably have a little more to gain from this series since they're looking up at at the Dodgers. But you know this is a potential NLCS matchup. Probably looking at, you know, the slate of the National League. One of these two teams will be going to the World Series, you would figure. So, yeah, big matchup. It's going to be fun. Um, Home field advantage potentially on the line as you get closer to the end of the season. Uh, The Mets are also barely hanging on to a three-game lead over the Braves, who have been red hot. So they obviously don't want to lose. Yeah, should be exciting. Um, They played already. Dodgers and Mets played back in June. They split a four-game set. Um, if you remember, a couple great pitching performances from Gonsolin. Um, Tyler Anderson shoved. But that was kind of the first series where we where we really saw uh, Walker Buehler kind of fall apart. Obviously, he 
was put on the IL shortly after, had Tommy John surgery just a week or so ago. So, yeah, it was a weird, it was a really weird series back in June. So it'll be nice to see how we fare again this time. Um, and then, yeah, once once that series wraps up, we'll look forward to the uh, the Padres coming back to LA, where they haven't won very much in a while. Um, that'll be fun to talk about. But anyway, yeah, it's been an awesome week for the Dodgers. Looking forward to. Um, another great week and some quality opponents, a couple playoff teams as it sits now. So it should be fun. It's a really fun time. Again, it's it's good to be back. I had a I had a ton of notes for episodes to get to get done in this the last few months, but you know, things happen. I wanted to recap um, my opening day trip. We went out to Denver for the opening series, went to a couple games. Um, I was down in LA in June, went to a game, but you know, here we are. Life happens, but we're back. Look forward. Look f- for another episode later this week. Again, um, thanks to everyone who's already listened to the first episode. Be sure to give it a review, um, subscribe, share it with your friends, um, fellow Dodger fans. I'd love to build the community. Follow me on Twitter. Like I said, at Carter Bees. That's my account. Um, there's an 801 Dodger account that's not as active, but we'll be posting the episodes there too. So yeah, thanks everybody. 